Hello and welcome to Adventist Mission. I'm standing here in Haiti, which is part of the inter-American region of the World Church. And that's where we'll be focusing on today's program. The story of the Seventh-day Adventist work in what is now the Inter-American Division started during the 1880s. The International Tract Society in New York placed a barrel full of Signs of the Times magazines on a ship bound for British Guyana. According to the history books, when the captain of the ship arrived, he scattered a bundle of papers on the wharf. Remarkably, a woman living near the wharf picked up a paper and read it. Before long, she began keeping the Sabbath. Stories like this aren't isolated. The work was started in Haiti in almost the same way. J.N. Lothborough sent a bundle of signs from Southampton, England, to the port of Haiti. Some of the magazines fell into the hands of Henry Williams, a Jamaican who, with his wife, began keeping the seventh-day Sabbath. From that small start, the church in Haiti has grown quickly. In many ways, the Seventh-day Adventist church here in Haiti is thriving. Church membership is growing rapidly, more than 300,000 church members. And you go to church on Sabbath, and many of the churches will have three or more services just to accommodate all the people who are coming. But of course, there are many challenges being faced here as well. Poverty, security concerns, and many other areas of concern. The small country has gone through many stages from the time it declared independence from France in 1804. I talked with former General Conference Vice President, Elder Robert Klusterheis, who went as a missionary to Haiti in the 1950s. Most of us, the picture we see of Haiti is the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. We have seen the uh, political instability and the difficulties they faced there. Uh, when you went there in 1954, what, what was it like then? Well, I tell you, it was far different from what it is today. Mm. I think it was, in my opinion, the golden age of Haiti. Mm. Uh, people were basically very courteous, very kind, Facts are, if I had at that time a million dollars cash in my pocket that I could do that, I would not have been afraid to walk from one end of Haiti to the other and not fear of being robbed at mm. that time. Mm. Amazing. It, is, it was a marvelous time. Uh, and I made very good friends with a lot of people there in Haiti, many of them that I count today as some of the best friends I have ever made in the mission field. Today, Haiti is a completely different environment from what it once was. The political situation, the condition of the country in general, makes the people develop a kind of phobia, fear. Fear to be kidnapped, fear to be killed, fear to be robbed in general. The recent earthquake has simply devastated the country. But even through the tragedy, the church in Haiti keeps growing. Now, Elder Klusterhuis, when you were there, there were perhaps 
10,000 church members, Adventist church mm -hmm. members. How does it make you feel to, to today to hear that there are more than 300,000 church members? Oh, it, it, it's a wonderful uh, sensation to have, really, uh, the Holy Spirit working in the way that it is done. When we arrived there, we were to be attached to the school. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was called uh, Seminar Adventiste at that moment. It uh, had 33 students. When we left there, it had over 2,000 students. Mm, amazing. Oh, the growth was just, just tremendous. And the church isn't just growing in the schools or in the rural areas of the country. In Haiti, nearly half of the total population now lives in the cities. Shortly before the earthquake, I was in Haiti, in the heart of Port-au-Prince. Adventist churches dotted the suburbs and inner city. We're right here in the heart of the city. Just down the road here a little ways is a huge public square where every evening thousands of people, young people, come together, they gather, they socialize, there's public events. And right here, we have a Seventh-day Adventist church. On any given Sabbath, there's more than a thousand people, often more than 1,500 people worshiping here. Now, of course, they haven't just been resting here, worshiping together, having a happy time. They have been church planting. Six or seven new churches have started from this church, one of which is just as big. Every Sabbath, more than a thousand church members worshiping. Now this house of worship has been completely destroyed. Work to clear the rubble at this site moved quickly, and in April of 2010, then General Conference President Pastor Jan Paulson spoke to a packed church meeting under a blue tarp, and they are currently rebuilding a new permanent church. This culture of growth is fueled by the deeply prayerful deeply spiritual nature of the people of Haiti. They are very spiritual. They are looking for a better life and because of that, they pray a lot. Rebuilding after the earthquake is happening little by little. Before the disaster, this swimming pool on the university campus was used for baptisms. In the aftermath of the disaster, it was converted by the Adventist Development and Relief Agency to provide clean, safe drinking water to some 30,000 people each day. This quarter, part of your 13 Sabbath offerings will help the rebuilding efforts in Haiti. Our churches, our university, and the people of Haiti will all benefit from what you give. Please remember Haiti in your prayers, not just the country, but specifically the church. They face many challenges, but there's a vitality here. There's an energy here. Things are happening. They do not have the resources to make it happen, but they do have the power of the Holy Spirit. Please remember them in your prayers, and may God richly bless you in your endeavors to share God's love in your neighborhoods.